Welcome to Beside the Burn for Wednesday the 12th of January and we're continuing to ask this question, how do we live in exile? And we're looking at the Babylonian exile in the Bible when Babylon came into Israel, first of all ruling over it and then taking away the people and taking away the treasures back to Babylon. At this time the prophet Jeremiah was concerned about Israel and as we read on Sunday from Jeremiah 29 he wrote a letter outlining God's plan for the people. After all they had been taken forcibly from the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey that they had inherited for all those years and that their identity was tied up with but now they had been wrenched from it. They were in a foreign land, under foreign authority, living under rules that were not God's rules. And after having been in that place of blessing, of being in a state where God was in control and supreme, they were now living in a place that thought their king was in control rather than God. And so how were they going to adapt? What were they going to do? And we said on Sunday that there were a couple of different options. You could either resist all this and fight against it, or you could just give in and live away in Babylon and forget about God and forget about any plan that he had for your life. So Jeremiah, in this whole context, takes God's word and writes a letter to the exiles. After all, there they are in Babylon. So this is, I suppose, like a New Testament letter where Paul would write to a church that he wasn't able to visit. Jeremiah writes to those who have been taken captive in Babylon so that they will know what to do. And his advice, as we said, is rather shocking. So we're going to read chapter 29 and we're going to read 23 verses which will take us a little bit of time just stopping now and again uh, to comment on what's being said. So let's hear God's word together. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. So Jeremiah is in Jerusalem but he knows what is happening in Babylon and he wants to send them information. So As I said, you can see this as a pastoral letter, the way that Paul would write to the churches in the New Testament. Verse 2, this was after King Jehoiakim and the Queen Mother, the court officials and the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the skilled workers and the artisans had gone into exile from Jerusalem. And there's that word exile that we're thinking about so clearly. He entrusted the letter to Elisah, son of Shaphan, and to Germiah, son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to King Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. So what does the letter say? Well, verse 4. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Now note immediately 
who we're being told here did the carrying into exile. It is not Nebuchadnezzar. It is not Babylon, the great evil power, but it is God. He says to all those I carried, God is the one who has brought about this exile because the people needed it, because they needed to be brought back to him again. So what's the advice that he gives? Does he tell them to fight against Babylon? Make sure you stand up for yourselves. Don't give in, but at every opportunity, try to bring them down. Hatch a plan to get back here as quick as you can. If you can escape from Babylon, then do it and settle back in Jerusalem. No, that is not what he says. Look at verse 5 of Jeremiah 29. Build houses and settle down. This does not seem like a, a great plan to defeat a great nation. And it gets even worse. Not only are you to build houses in Babylon and settle down, you're to plant gardens and eat what they produce. In other words, you're going to be there for a while, so you might as well build your houses, you might as well sort out the gardens, you might as well plant seeds and reap them and eat, because this is going to take a while. You're not coming back to Israel in the next few weeks. Okay, so we're going to do that maybe a couple of years. Nope. Jeremiah goes on in verse 6. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Wow. They're to just get on with life. They're to accept that this is where they are and this is what is to happen. And therefore, they're just to carry on the way that they would have done in Israel. And they're to obey God and seek him. And when the time is right, he'll bring them back. And maybe that's a lesson for us at the moment in the midst of this pandemic that we should carry on with life and we should get on with things rather than waiting for it all to be over. This is the new reality now and we need to follow God. But look at what he says in verse 7. Also, and this is, this is hard to get your head right, also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. Because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They're prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. So they're to get on with life. And as we'll see from Daniel's life, they are still to hold to God's laws. They're still to obey God, but they're to seek the prosperity of the land they're in rather than fighting against it. Now, how does that fit in with our lives at the moment? Where abortion laws have changed, laws about same-sex marriage have changed. Are we to fight against what's happening in the world today or are we to pray for the prosperity of the land so that as it prospers, we will prosper and we're to focus on God in the midst of it? 
It's a real challenge for us. This is what the Lord says, verse 10. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. God is going to end the exile, but he's going to do it in his own terms. There's going to be 70 years. That's a lifetime. There are some people that won't see it getting back. So therefore, trust in God and get on with life. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. You may say the Lord has raised up prophets for us in Babylon, but this is what the Lord says about the king who sits on David's throne and all the people who remain in this city, your fellow citizens who did not go with you into exile. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I will send the sword, famine and plague against them and I will make them like figs that are so bad they cannot be eaten. I will pursue them with the sword, famine and plague and will make them abhorrent to all the kingdoms of the earth, a curse and an object of horror, of scorn and reproach among all the nations where I drive them. For they have not listened to my words, declares the Lord, words that I sent to them again and again by my servants prophets and you exiles have not listened either declares the Lord there is the crux of the matter we are not listening to God we're not turning to him and God will not stand for it any longer therefore hear the word of the Lord all you exiles whom I have sent away from Jerusalem to Babylon this is what the Lord Almighty the God of Israel says about Ahab son of Coliah and Zedekiah son of Masiah who are prophesying lies to you in my name. I will deliver them into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will put them to death before your very eyes. Because of them, all the exiles from Judah who are in Babylon will use this curse. May the Lord treat you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon burned in the fire, for they have done outrageous things in Israel. They have committed adultery with their neighbors' wives, and in my name they have uttered lies, which I did not authorize i know it and i'm a witness of it declares the lord the lord sees what is going on he doesn't ignore it he doesn't excuse it the day of judgment is coming and on that day they will have to pay for their sins and pay for their reckless behavior And in the meantime, we're to serve God and seek him and find him and honour him. So let's bow before him. Lord, we pray today that you would help us to seek you and find you in these days. Lord, help us not to be deceived by those who have rejected you, but help us, Lord, to turn to you and find you in these days and to seek you with all of our heart, soul and mind. 
Lord, forgive us again, we pray, for we have sinned greatly against you. And may we find you and know your blessing in these days, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.